Happy holidays, all you nostalgic choirs. <laughs> Welcome to 90210 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Make sure to check out our other holiday specials, including the Life Day Treasury on This Endorian Life. Have yourself a Morlock Little Xmas on Previously on X-Men and a special New Year's edition of Comic Book Coffee Break. Woohoo! Today we're discussing the 2023 film Time for Her to Come Home for Christmas starring CW90210's Shanae Grimes Beach. I did not realize this was like new this year. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Brand spanking new. It sure is. Okay. Well, let's tune in to CUTV. This year you can replay each day at five right here on your very own news network. CUTV. This film originally aired on the Hallmark Channel on November 30th, 2023. I definitely had to get a seven-day free trial of the Hallmark Channel to watch this. As did I, so. and thank you for reminding me that I need to cancel that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe you'll maybe keep not. and yeah. watch Hallmark movies all year round. All right, birthdays to mention. November 4th, Jillian Zinzer, who played Ivy in the CW years, turned 38. So this is stuff for 2023. That 2023, that's right. Okay, cool. Right now. November 8th, Jessica Loundis, who played Adriana Tate Duncan in the CW years, turned 35. December 6th, Lindsay Price, who we will be meeting soon. Bit, oh, a, bit of sizzle there. Yeah. Uh, she turned 47. And December 16th, Daniel Cosgrove, who plays Matt in the later years, turned 53. That's right. Happy birthday, Daniel. Of course. A couple of deaths to mention. December 5th, Denny Lane, who co-founded the band Wings alongside Paul and Linda McCartney, died at 79. I love Wings. I know I you do. I love that whole like middle section of Paul McCartney's solo career. And Wings, so like Band on the Run is, is the great album, Band on the Run, turning 50. And it was like they announced the 50th anniversary of Band on the Run. And then Denny Lane died like that day. And it was wow. like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah. Sad. Yeah. Wings is like, I know, maybe a handful of Wings songs. It's a it's a gap in my mm. knowledge. I mean, sure. there's not a bad track on Band on a Run. That whole section is just really cool stuff. December 8th, Ryan O'Neill, who played Spence Montgomery in the CW years, died at the age of 82. Yes. And December 11th, ugh. This one, I I really almost cried. It, yeah. I was very, very sad. Andre Brower of Homicide, Life on the Street, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine died at the age of 61. Yeah, that was Very tough. shocking. I, it really was. Because we'd just been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because uh, I haven't watched like the last season or so. And I was like, oh, I should watch it. So we had like just been watching it. And then that news broke. And yeah, it, that's rough. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge fan of The Office, so Michael Scott is one of my favorite TV characters of all time, but sure. Captain Holt has to be a close second. Every time he was he said anything, I just yeah. died laughing. He was yeah. so good in that role. So I think the first time I saw him in something, because I didn't watch Homicide Life on the Street, but I've always like it's been on my list because it's such an iconic show. 
but I remember the movie Frequency with um, Dennis Quaid. Do you remember that? Where it's yes! like the father and son and Andre Brower's in that. And he's like in both the past and the future. And he's so good in it. That was the first time I saw him. And then like when he's popped up in other things. And of course, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, huge fan. Yeah, sadness. All right, movies, September 30th. CW, 90210 alums Trevor Jonovan and Jessica Loundis star in the Thanksgiving-themed movie, A Harvest Homecoming. Both, that's a two-for-one special. You get both we of them. We should have done that for Thanksgiving. Yeah, next Thanksgiving. October 27th, 22nd, again, Trevor Donovan. He's all over the place. He, is. he stars in the holiday movie, Twas the Text Before Christmas. Oh, you know that's good. You know it is. Yep. November 17th, Xmas, a Christmas movie starring Robbie Amell and Gossip Girl star Leighton Meester debuted. This is on my to-watch list for Christmas it this year. So funny. Really? Oh, good. My wife and I watched this one and she was like, do we need to watch this like every year? It's just really like unexpectedly funny. Like all the little bits they do. It's a really good time. It's been it's been on my to watch list. So once I I'm on break starting 310 tomorrow. So well, last year, do you remember last year you fell deep into Christmas movies? You were watching like, I don't even know. I did. I did. Boom, boom, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think I'm going to beat last year, but we'll see. Who could? I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) December 16th, The Christmas Detectives, starring yeah. Batwoman's Javicia Leslie, airs on OWN. OWN? O-W-N. Oh, the Oprah, the Oprah Network. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I've just never yeah. seen it written like that. I really liked her as Batwoman, and I saw previews for this. It looks fun. I'd watch it. I don't know how to watch it, but one of these days. <laughs> on OWN. Yeah, on OWN. And December 22nd, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom hits theaters. It's will so hit theaters bizarre in the yeah to like be living in this world where there's still these DC movies are still coming out even though they've been dead for an entire year and we've had yeah. like how many like Shazam, uh, Black Adam, Flash. Aquaman, like Flash. Yeah, it's like so many of these movies have come out and it's like yeah we're not doing this anymore. So here's the movie. But, <laughs> I um, hope I hope it's good. I want to see I, it. I really yeah, am curious what they've done with Amber Heard because true. I know she's in it. Yeah. So I, I yeah. don't know, but well, I like the first one a lot. This, like this, because this Aquaman movie has been delayed a bunch and the DC world has gone through so many changes. Both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck filmed the Batman scenes and it was like, no, we're not doing Keaton anymore. So just toss in Affleck. And then, oh, we're not doing Affleck anymore. So like, I think the Batman scenes are just gone. But like somewhere in a vault mm. with the with a Batgirl movie, apparently, is got to be footage of Keaton and Ben Affleck like doing the same scene as Batman. Yes. And I need to see this. Footage. I, yeah, I, I think we all need to, to see, see it. it. TV, January 19th, that 70s show debuts on Netflix featuring Brian Austin Green reprising his role as David Silver in one amazing episode. <laughs> that 90s show. You did say that 70s show. But did it's a, I? It's a, it's a sequel <laughs> I meant to that, that 90s show. show. Yeah. yeah, I really liked it. And I think yeah, I liked it too. Happening. Yeah, I remember I you and I were like too. texting each other the whole time watching this show. Yeah. August 23rd, Riverdale ended its run. The show featured Luke Perry as Fred Jones until his untimely death. I fell off on Riverdale. Me too. After after a bit. I, I just... I don't know that I finished even the first season. Ugh, see, it's hard to remember. Because yeah. there, there's the the episode where Luke Perry's character gets shot in the diner. 
I did, and I yeah. feel like that's like the last episode I saw. Yeah. I, I don't know what season that was, but mm. I did watch that too. So I got at least that far. Okay. November 17th, Scott Pilgrim takes off debuts on Netflix, reuniting the cast of the film. I haven't watched it. I don't know why. You've never seen Scott Pilgrim? No, I have. I loved I loved, oh. loved the comics. Oh. I love the movie. And this came out with the whole movie cast back. And I'm just like, eh. Been there, done that. I don't know. I want to watch it. I think it's going to be good. I feel like eventually I will watch it, but I just have no appetite for it. I don't know. Something. Well, it's okay. It'll be yeah. there. You, you can always, you know, well, maybe. One day you're just going to be like, you know what I need right now? Yeah. A Scott Pilgrim animated show. Yeah. December 17th, the animated series Archer aired its final episode. Wow. Wow. What a a ride. 15 seasons? A long time. It's a lot. Yeah. December 20th, Percy Jackson, based on the Rick Riordan. Riordan. Do you say Riordan or Riordan? I do say Riordan, but I, I don't know if that's true or not. Every time I look at it, I say Riordan. Okay. I don't know, but it de- uh, the series debuted on Disney Plus on December 20th. I've never read those books. I did watch the movie. Your son doesn't out. read those books? No, he hasn't gotten there yet. Mm. Music, October 20th, Cher released her first Christmas <laughs> album, simply titled Christmas. Christmas, yeah. The track DJ Play a Christmas Song hit number one on the adult contemporary charts, making her the only solo artist to have a number one hit in seven consecutive decades. That is insane. What a legend. Every decade where this has happened, I've been like, well, surely she doesn't have any more in the can. You know what I mean? Like, that's wild. Seven decades. It's a lot. It's a good track. Did you have you heard it? Did you watch the Macy's Parade? No, or anything? no. It's fun. It's a good one. November 2nd, the Beatles released their final single, Now and Then, which I still haven't listened to. Oh. I know. I need to listen to it. Uh, John. So John Lennon created a demo of the track in the late 70s, shortly before his death. George Harrison played guitar parts in the mid-90s during the anthology sessions, and Paul and Ringo added new vocals, bass, and drums in 2023. And it has hit number one in the UK and number seven in the US. Wild. What a time to be alive. That's exactly, exactly it. I don't really remember when the 90s anthology tracks, when they did those two other songs. I don't really, re- like I've listened to them as an adult, but I don't remember them coming out. But this, when they started talking about this, I was like crazy. Uh, so I'm interested to hear what you think about it. Yeah, I will listen to it eventually. One of these days. November 17th, Dolly Parton released her album Rockstar. No, it hit number one on the US rock and country charts. Speaking yeah. of a legend, Dolly I Parton. Know. I know. She just keeps going. Yep. Couple other things. September, Tampa holds a 90s con featuring a 90210 reunion with Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, Ian Ziering, Tori Spelling, Brian Austin Green, and Rebecca Gayhart. Ugh, I, I we can't missed believe it. that you and I weren't there for that. I know. I know. It's Tampa. truly, truly I don't tragic. Go to Florida. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Tampa. I've lived in Florida multiple times, yeah, but yeah. I don't think I've ever been to Tampa. I have been to Tampa. I, my my grandma's uncle lived in the Tampa area, and we'd go down there sometimes. So, all right, we should uh, next time we should get like a booth. I agree. Yep, sign the, some swag the 90s from uh, yeah, Miss Miss Music Box Crafts. <laughs> November 27th, Shannon Doherty released her first podcast. Let's be clear. 
Uh, yeah, I listened to the first episode and it was interesting. It was mostly just like just sort of explaining what it was, talking a little bit about her, you know, at this point, like decades long struggle with cancer. Uh, and I know the the next episodes coming out were like sort of a charmed reunion where they talk about oh. her weird stuff happened on the charm set. So I know, that was interesting, <laughs> which is a lot, I would assume. <laughs> I, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. OK. In 2013, Luke Perry appeared as Paul Stevenson in the holiday film Scoot and Cassie's Christmas Adventure. He would reprise the role in the 2014 sequel, Canine Adventures, Legend of the Lost Gold. <laughs> Those two don't seem like they're related no, at all, but they okay. They seem, they seem very different. I am pre- I'm like almost positive that I've seen that Christmas movie. Because I remember watching like a Luke Perry Christmas movie and there was definitely a, a dog in it. And I think I think I've seen it. So are Scoot and Cassie both dogs or is Cassie that, a child? No, I think Cassie's a child and Scoot is the dog, I would guess. OK, OK. But I'm pretty sure I've seen it. All right. Here is our synopsis for the movie we're looking at today. Time for her to come home for Christmas. Yeah. And it was so funny when I was looking up this movie. Uh, any any pronoun you're interested in? There is a movie. There's there's a he needs to come home. It's yeah. time for him to I, come home. I got time some for them to come this, home. Kendra. I've got some facts on this. Don't you okay. worry. Okay. Uh, so here's our synopsis. Guitar teacher Carly gets an unexpected invite to lead a choir in a small town church. She hops on the bus and settles into getting this ragtag group of wannabe singers into shape. Along the way, she starts to vibe with the hometown boy, Matthew, and learns that the family that invited her to town just might be her own. Oh, it's a little okay. twist in there. OK, so here's the wild background of this movie. OK, the movie's genesis comes from the song Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas, which was written by Blake Shelton and his mother, Dorothy Shackelford. OK, so they oh. wrote this song. Then she wrote a book. A, like, it was like a novel and then the book led to a movie and then every year since then there's been another iteration so we've had uh time for me to come home for christmas time for you to come home for christmas time for us to come home for christmas time for them to come home for christmas time for him to come home for christmas which we talked about last year in like in that horrible gabrielle carteris movie yes somebody was and now time for her to come home for christmas there's no shared characters but the only connection is the use of the song in every movie so they're connect. That's even better than I yeah. thought. Yeah. I thought they were just low on names. And so they kept nope. changing they're the pronoun. all like executive produced by Blake Shelton. And they all featured that song. So that's why, like, if you're wondering why the choir is rehearsing, like angels, we have heard on high and sings this weird, like country Christmas song. at church, Yeah. That's yeah. Why. It all, it all is coming together. Okay. So it was directed by Ali Leibert. Uh, she's an actor, director, and writer, and she's also one of our 90210 connections because on screen she played Teresa in BH 90210. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Marcy Holland is our writer. She's written lots of Christmas movies, including all of the ones we just mentioned. Time for him, her, he, she, it to come home for Christmas. Time for cousin it to come home. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time for y'all to come home for Christmas is probably coming. All right, so as far as 90210 alums, other than our director, Sinead Grimes Beach is it. And I combed the Internet Movie Database, uh, colloquially known as IMDb, to find <laughs> any other connections. And I sure couldn't. So Sinead Grimes Beach here plays Carly. She played series lead Annie Wilson in the CW years. Uh, she also appeared in the 
2022 film, When I Think of Christmas. Hmm. So as for our uh, remaining cast here, Chris Carmack as Matthew, our love interest. He's best known for his role as Link in Grey's Anatomy. Plus Christmas movies like All About Eve, or All About Christmas Eve, sorry. <laughs> That's a crucial element. All yeah. About Christmas Eve, A Christmas Wedding Date. Uh, we have Grace Lear as Riley, who is his... I had so much trouble keeping the people... Riley is his sister. Riley is his sister. That's what I thought. Okay. Grace Lear is Riley. She, this is her only acting credit, but she was a contestant on American Idol and American Juniors. Oh, okay. So then she, you know, she gets the big solo in the movie. So yeah, we have Brian Markinson as Pastor John. Uh, This is his only Christmas credit, but he was uh, recurring in shows like Mad Men, Arrow and Caprica. Very familiar with this actor to me. Yes. He looked very familiar to me. Creepy smile. Yeah. I definitely. (laughs) recognized her i know i was like he's a nice character why am i getting creeped out by abs i know i was like if this was like a horror movie he would turn any moment here (laughs) and they're in some kind of weird cult but who knows uh we have janet kidder as susan pastor's wife susan uh she plays osira on star trek discovery plus christmas movies like operation christmas drop and spotlight for christmas we have laura jackson as jenny who is the pastor and his wife that's their daughter and links Not Link, whatever his name is in this. Matthew's Matthew. old flame. Yes. Okay. Uh, she was in Just Like a Christmas Movie, and she is the voice of the Invisible Woman, Sue Storm, on the Marvel Superhero Adventures show. We have Katrina Reynolds as Alice. She was in Batwoman and lots of Christmas movies like Christmas on Candy Cane Lane and The Christmas Waltz. We have Jay Brazer as George. A long list of credits for Jay Brazer here, dating all the way back to the mid-70s. And lots of Christmas work, like comic book Christmas caper, Baby Bratz Save Christmas, which I know is a, you watch that every year, don't you? Oh, Christmas yes. Morning, Love you, the Bratz. Gather around TV. Uh, plus, he played Santa in Noel with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, a movie that should have been good. But yeah. It nah. It wasn't, it wasn't good. No. Finally, we have Josh Zaharia as Tyler. So he's like, you know, the teenager. Definitely thought he was going to be the dark horse. I thought he was going to be the one with like this angelic voice. And he really didn't have any role to play. So um, I recognized him as he was teenage Clark Kent in Superman and Lois. Mm. Uh, And he was in the movie Christmas Comes Twice. Okay. So there we go. Okay. All right. Let me ask before we start. So Sinead Grimes Beach is our 90210 alum. This is the second time we've done a CW alum after uh, USS Christmas, which obviously was a great experience for everyone involved. Yes, we loved it. um, Have you ever seen this actress in anything before? She looks very familiar, but I'm not sure that I know her from anything mm. maybe you accidentally watched one of her christmas movies last year and didn't know it. that is entirely possible i i will say right up front no spoilers but i did enjoy this more than i enjoyed that horrible gabrielle carteris the guy's really santa claus and they have kind of a love affair thing that we watched last year i only i must have put that from my mind because i yeah. can't even like think of what happens in that movie it was she was like an account executive and her dad had like a a, like a toy video game company and she came to like get the books in order and she was always yes and then her neighbor is santa her neighbor is santa but he's like a sexy surfer (laughs) guy like a young guy okay (laughs) he reveals yeah and they spent the whole time telling the kid his dead dad was off helping god remember that (laughs) yeah he couldn't stay with you kid I think that is, no, I know. That's the worst Christmas thing we've ever watched. Yeah, it was bad. That's got to be the worst. So, (laughs) 
Oof. Yes, uh, this was stuff. a much better experience. Rough stuff. Okay, let's do it. Let's get in. Let's do it. All right, we start. Carly is given guitar lessons. This is what she does. She's a guitar teacher. And I, I hate good- to interrupt you so soon, but <laughs> did they think being a guitar teacher is the same as knowing how to lead a choir? Because they're very different skills. Yeah, it... <laughs> well... As a choir teacher who had to learn yeah. to play guitar this year for a guitar class, I can yeah. tell you that, yes, they're very different. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't, yeah. Because outside of this opening montage, and one time when she's at home, never touches a guitar. For yeah, the rest why of the wouldn't they just make her, like, a vocal teacher? Yeah, or a guitarist. You sure, know? Like, yeah. You somebody, like, let her lead a band or something. Why a choir? I, I don't know. Because, I mean, they wrote the movie, so she didn't have to be a... <laughs> A guitarist she could have been a vocal performance person she could have been uh, anything she could have been a choir teacher for example she is like singing along as they play guitar so she it's is. like it's evident very quickly that she has a good voice okay so i couldn't find any facts on this but i don't think that was her singing really i don't know it's like i i know that she can sing and she does sing a little in 90210 and it really didn't seem like her huh so, i didn't even question it Okay, well, maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was, because I know that she sings, but, like, she was real bad at lip syncing, so that didn't help. <laughs> but, like, watching her, I was like, I don't think so. But who knows? Maybe yeah. it was. So one of her students asks what she's doing for Christmas. And by student, I mean, this is, like, a, a 40-year-old woman, not, right. like, a, a tiny child. Right, she's, um, like, asked, a guitar in a strip mall kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Asked what she's doing for Christmas, and she says she's heading to the town of Waterford Creek. She's been hired to help a choir prepare for their Christmas Eve service. Um, now, so did just... you assume that the church was going to be like a mega church or a yeah. big church? With... Yeah. <laughs> Not the world's <laughs> smallest church. <laughs> so she says, you know, it's going to be good to get out of town for a while. And she says this kind of sadly, so... We know something is up. Yeah, and then she, we see that she has a guitar pick that's red with the word joy on yeah. it. And this yeah. guitar pick is a, a thing. It's some, some sentimental meaning yep. to her. I, I have to say, her hair is insane. <laughs> her hair is... So she has a lot like, of different hairstyles in this does, movie. But in the in this early scene, I don't know if it's like she's in going to the bus station or something, but it looks like she went to the wig shop and was like, give me the double wide. <laughs> because it's just it's the bangs and it's so yeah. I don't know. I couldn't it was mesmerizing to me. And sometimes it's okay in the movie. Like she has a couple moments where I'm like, oh that well yeah. that works. But she wears it just fully down. I feel I yeah. feel like is when it looks the best. Yeah. I feel like I have a note somewhere in here about her hair. We'll see if that it comes was up. uh we should have listed her care her hair in the as the one of the cast members because it gets <laughs> yeah. its own story arc. Yeah, it worked hard. It did. All right, so we go to the bus station and we see Matthew, who is also getting on the bus for Waterford Creek. And this starts a little section of like, he gets coffee with cinnamon and then she gets coffee with cinnamon. And then a they both get on cinnamon, which feels very yeah, weird to me. That's a little, that that's like weird. A good flavor? No, like, that seems weird to me. I didn't like that. Um, so then they both get on the bus and Matthew is sitting in the seat behind her and, you know, showing his seatmate all these Christmas pictures. But then it, we find that they're reading the same book. Yeah. I don't know what the book was, but we Some see Christmas that they're reading book, yeah. the same book. So they're very He's alike. In full military uniform. That, yes. We need to get that out there. Yes, that is. Yes. 
that's important. Um, also, her guitar case has a logo that just says Carly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like this doesn't really come into play. Except like when they first meet, we get more of like, oh, they're the same person. But it doesn't it's not like a thing for the rest of the movie. So. No, it's really it's really not. And like they never even really have a conversation about, oh, you were on the bus. Like somebody else says, oh, maybe she was on the bus. But yeah, like, they never none of this stuff ever really matters other than, yeah, I guess I guess. Well, just the next thing matters. So okay. they get off the bus and as Matthew's getting off, he sees her pick on the right. ground that says right. joy and he doesn't know it's hers, but he picks it up and he decides to keep it. I'm not picking anything up off the floor of a public bus. <laughs> I'm won't. sorry. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, so, and they, they head to their respective houses. So Matthew goes to his uh, house and his mom and sister are there and very, very happy that he is home. Harley goes to her house and it's, uh, I don't know. Is she renting this house? Is this I like, the was church arranged it all. I, I guess I got it. I felt like it was like an Airbnb kind of situation. Well, it's very like nice for the holidays. It is. It's great. Very nice. Very cozy. Yeah. Uh, there's a turntable for records. So uh, she seems happy about that. And as she's getting settled, there's a knock on the door and it is John and Susan, the pastor and his wife. They have come from the church to greet Carly. And Susan is like very nervous, like nervous, she excited. Knows. About the whole thing, Carly being there. Um, so they brought a chicken pot pie. So she invites them in so they can all eat some chicken pot pie. And they fill her in on like the service and, you know, what's expected and all that. And they invite her to come to church the next day so she can see what she's working with. Right. Uh, two weeks before Christmas is you, you start working on your Christmas Eve service in October. Yeah, I mean, this is not, much too late. She's not turning that group around two weeks in. Yeah. Nope. Over at Matthew's house, they are decorating. Matthew's putting the star up on the tree. And his sister Riley tells him that she has joined the church choir. And he's very excited about that because she has a great voice, he says. Um, and they're also very excited about the new choir director who is in town. Who's yeah. going to turn that ragtag group into a great choir, hopefully. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we also learned that Matthew is going to be working at, I guess he's going to be a fireman. Like he has to take a written exam yeah, and then I he guess. can work at the fire station. Right. So I, his plan is to move home and not be in the military anymore. I right. guess he's done with the military. Though he um, is still in full uniform at this point. Yes. <laughs> it lingers for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Back at Carly's house, she has now realized that she has lost her pick. And she's mm. very sad about yes. this. Quick little scene. Mm-hmm. So then we go to, I guess, Matthew's parents own a store. Is that the thing? Oh, that no. Is or the- is it It's Susan who owns no, the store? No, it's like the pastor. Yeah, the pastor and his wife own a store. And like she runs yeah. the store. Jenny yeah, runs. I, Susan and Jenny run the Susan store? Susan and Jenny kind of run the store. Yeah, my other daughter, okay. Susan and Jenny run the store. I've got to say, though, right from the get-go, when the daughter is like, I'm joining the choir. They act like she just said, I got into Harvard with a full <laughs> scholarship. They're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, honey. And for the rest of the thing, anytime somebody's like, I might join the choir, people act like there's some like rigorous auditioning process. And like, it's a huge yeah. honor. 
rather than and just we still being haven't like, seen the church at this point. So no, I keep it. thinking like, well, this is a big, this is a big church. I know. <laughs> it's I know. not. It's like no, twenty no. people. <laughs> no, I've never been to a church that small. I mean, good for her. I, it's great that she's getting out there and joining yes. the choir. It's just, but I just think everybody's attitude throughout the movie is like the the prestige of being in this choir that's terrible and desperate for people is just <laughs> un- immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. So Matthew goes to the store to see Jenny. He hasn't seen Jenny in five years, apparently, but they grew up together. Jenny, again, is John and Susan's daughter. Um, and they're very happy. He, she's happy he's home and they missed each other and they're going to catch up later. Yeah. So at church the next day, John is giving his sermon and then he's like, okay, time for the choir. Mm -hmm. And the choir comes up and it's about six people, seven people. people, Yeah. Yeah. And it's not good. It's it's not good at all. I mean, their voices are good. They're just not together. They're all singing in different tempos. You got the old man going slow. You got the teen boy being shy. You got the woman who's doing all the runs and like holding everything longer. You got the two that are just kind of like sort of just cute little voices phoning it in. It's it's not cohesive at all. It's the big thing. Throughout this movie, you know, I, I'm, I feel like I'm going to say as a music teacher a, bil- a million times, but I, my first sure. thought is anyone on the piano would be helpful to this yes, group. There's no would. piano. They sing no. everything a cappella. Yeah. Which and is Christmas carols very are hard. hard. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so that would be I my first like, thing. I know that they make these movies like cheap and quick, you know, as cheap and as quick as we can do this, like, just pretend it's cold out, whatever. Um, but I feel like every set looked so small. And when they're like outside, it looked so small. It just, it felt like they, all of this was filmed in like somebody's garage, you <laughs> yeah. know, or like a high school gym. It yeah. was, uh, it just, that really stood out to me constantly that like, yeah, they're in like a 20 by 20, if anything. <laughs> <sighs> The the camera's like shoved in the corner to make it. <laughs> yeah, make they're it like, Shanae, right we're going to need to take that again. The camera can't get any farther. <laughs> this is all shot on an iPhone. So after the service, John comes to talk to Carly and he's like, hey, what'd you think of the choir? And she's like, hey, let's talk yeah. about what you actually expect here because right. yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah. So he takes her back to his office and shows her there's like a wall of pictures of the choir throughout Mm -hmm. the years. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about, you know, the choir used to be like this huge draw. They used to be amazing. People would come from miles around to to hear this choir sing. And she's like, well, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, apparently the former choir director moved away and... Uh, you know, some of their other strong vocalists left. And so, you know, they yeah. they were left with what they were left with, uh, which happens in choirs yeah, all the time. Does. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not telling you all this to to freak you freak out. You like out. I'm telling yeah. I'm telling you to inspire you. Yeah. Uh, you know, with what, Think could, of all that potential. what could be. Yes. Yeah. And, and she's like, well, two weeks isn't a lot of time. So yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, even even the the idea of her coming to the service is sort of like if you want to come to the service and see the choir, that's fine. It's like she's got to come. Yeah, she's got no time. 
one thing that consistently cracked me up in this movie is in, in the wall of pictures, there's a whole thing about he and how, how he and his wife met at a Christmas thing. And, and she's in like the very first choir picture. They show a close up of this picture and the woman who plays the wife, it's like it was taken today, not yeah. 30 years ago, like today, like they did nothing. And they show it a couple of times because it ends up being kind of an important piece. But like every time I saw it, I was like, you couldn't just like, don't zoom in that much. We just would believe she's in the picture. But it's just like this woman easily in her 60s being like, here Stick she her was. in there. Yeah. <laughs> 30 years ago. Outside of the church, Matthew and his family are going to go for pancakes. But his mom realizes that she left her purse inside. So Matthew runs back in to get her purse and literally collides with Carly in the aisle. Yes, a a meet cute. And they stare into each other's eyes and they're like, oh, hello. And and this is like the last time we get the, oh, they're like the same person. Because they say a couple things at the same time. Like the same thing at the same time. Yeah. Um. But they, again, that's the last time we get it. So mm-hmm. I guess it's just to show like how compatible I they are. did not pick up on the concept that they're like basically the same person until you started saying it. I mean, you're right. I mean, that's clearly what they were doing. But I didn't really think about it. You know? Oh, well, I did for some reason. Well, good for you. The next day at choir rehearsal, uh, she's, you know, trying to get Get them going, get them to be a team. And yeah. she says, being a choir isn't just about singing well, it's about singing together. And that yeah. is their main problem, I mm-hmm. would say. So she has them go down the line and talk about, you know, say their name and say why they joined the choir. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Susan, and she says, you know, she just loves the camaraderie. Then there's Jenny, Susan's daughter, and she says she didn't have a choice because her parents are the pastors yeah that's part of it tyler also says he was forced into it it was like this or Mm -hmm. hockey or something and he's like and i i didn't want to get hurt in hockey so here i am oh i definitely joined a music group when i was in high school because it got me out of gym sometimes so i'm (laughs) I'm with you tyler i see you yep alice is the very enthusiastic one she is super bubbly all the time yeah and she like jumps up and introduces herself and she has like a bunch of pins on her sweater and she's like i have a catalog where i get my pins from i'll sh- i'll share it with you which made me laugh cuz who's <laughs> who's ordering pins from a catalog from a catalog in 2023 yeah, she, she gets it in the mail uh, she goes down and gets a postal money order and she sends a self addressed stamp envelope uh, yeah. for them to send the pin store and it's easy it's easy kendra <laughs> And then there's George, the older man who's very yeah. uh, stoic, very yeah. quiet. The mysterious mm-hmm. one, Carly calls mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And then there's Riley, Matthew's sister, who joined because she likes to sing. Yeah. She was on American Idol, for heaven's sakes. Yeah. So she, Carly asked them to, you know, stand on the stage and just stand in your voice parts. And they're immediately confused. They don't know what voice part they are. They don't know an alto from a soprano. Yeah. Um, so she's like, okay, well, let's just warm up. And that also isn't doesn't go very well. She doesn't like just plays well. la 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 and they can't they can't follow the her. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a preferred warm up? What do you make your students do? Uh we do all sorts of stuff. Okay. We always start with the da 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 okay. though. 
That's what, yeah. how we always start. Uh, okay. Sometimes we do it on on law. Sometimes we do it on a lip buzz. Okay. Get those lips working. A theater I worked with for a long time, we always did Zinga Zanga Zoo. We ever I heard like that. that. Yeah. Zinga, zinga, I love zoo, a good Zinga Zanga Zoo. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> After rehearsal, Carly tells George bye, and he doesn't really. He's just like, eh, and, then he, yeah. and he leaves. And Jenny's like, he keeps to himself. Like, don't worry about him. He's fine. Yeah. Although this is one of those things that like doesn't really make sense because everybody in the church should know what's up with George when we find out eventually what's up with George. But yeah. nobody seems to. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I guess I thought they knew they just didn't talk about it. But you would think I this guess. would be the time to tell. Yeah, her you might be like, well, listen, actually, you know, yeah, <laughs> but they don't. They don't offer the information. We get a quick little scene in John's office where Susan is like, rehearsal went really well. Yeah. And she says, she reminds me of him. Yeah. I don't know who the him is. And Susan wants to get her a Christmas tree. Yeah. For her house. Two things. When she said that, I was like, I know what it is. And I was right. <laughs> So I just want to right now, my wife can back me up. I guessed it in that moment and I was correct. The thing about John's office that cracked me up was he has a bulletin board behind him and it's got all sorts of like little things on it. But it's like clearly a bulletin board that would go like in a public area because it has flyers with like tearaway pieces on it. It's like somebody was just like, make a church bulletin board. And then they, they're they like, well, we don't have a hallway. I just put it behind the pastor. It's really funny because it just doesn't belong there. Who's coming in his office go, and pulling yeah. off tearaway flyers? You know what I mean? <laughs> Made me laugh. Yeah. So at the Christmas tree buying place, Christmas tree lot, farm, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Matthew is there looking at Christmas trees and he's singing as he walks along. And Carly hears him singing and is like, hey, you have a really good voice. You should join the choir. And she learns that he is actually there because Susan asked him to get a tree for her. For her. Yeah. Yes. And she was like, were you just going to sneak it into my house like a reverse Grinch situation? Uh, And he was like, well, no. (laughs) I feel like I like both of these actors. Like I like him on Grey's Anatomy and I liked her in 90210. But I feel like they have no chemistry. Yeah, it's it's It's, not it's it's not sparks. It's not no, a lot of sparks. So much time is devoted to him kind of not really pining over, but sort of considering the options with what's her face, Jenny. Yeah, Jenny. And he spends a lot of time sort of preoccupied with that. So we really don't get a lot of like these vibing moments that I think you really need to have to be invested in the relationship. Like, you know, it's going to happen, but like <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't really like rooting for it necessarily. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So they look at, you know, now they're together looking for a Christmas tree for her. and. They're talking about Jenny and Matthew says they've been friends since preschool, but they have no romantic history. And Carly's like, well, but does Jenny know that you have feelings for her? Because it's very clear that you have feelings for her. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't know. The time's just never been right. Like he went off to the army and they, you know, he didn't want to ask her and make her wait. So, yeah. Right. They does, find I don't it. think it is. They say that, but I don't think it really is clear that he has feelings for her. I think he's sort of like, well, I guess we'll pick up where we always yeah. left off. You know what I mean? It's not. A yeah. lot. There's not a lot there. Very assuming of him after not seeing her for five years that he's just going to yeah. be able to move home, marry Jenny. Yeah. Well, I'm back now so we can go on that <laughs> date finally. 
So they find a tree and they're talking about how she'll decorate it. And she says, my number one rule, no tinsel. Mm. I hate it. It gets everywhere. True. She's correct. You, you find it in June. My mm-hmm. only, the only rule that tops that is no glitter. Don't give oh. me anything with glitter. Yeah. I don't want a card with glitter. I don't want a bag yeah. with glitter. Don't want anything with glitter. I don't want it. Gets okay. everywhere. Okay. So Carly. Hashtag it gets everywhere. <laughs> Carly thinks that he should join the choir and he's like, uh, I don't know. But she, you know, she's trying to convince him. Yeah. She says something about needing a tenor. Earlier, when she's trying to get guess their parts, she keeps saying, "Oh, what does she say? She doesn't say she's, she doesn't say alto. She's like alto. Is anyone an alto? Oh yes, anyone and an it was, alto? It was very cringy. Yes, yes, alto. So they go back to Carly's house with the tree, and he notices that she has a snow globe on the mantle with a cardinal in it, and she says it's because her her mom used to call her. Uh, her little songbird and i meant to look it up is a cardinal a songbird i was watching this with my wife and i was like is a cardinal a songbird and she was like yeah it is i was like okay. oh okay yeah. cool she's an amateur uh, ornithologist so we have to take a look <laughs> on that oh i believe any yeah. bird yeah. facts yeah. she'll tell me yeah. yeah so we learn that carly's mom passed away in june mm-hmm. and christmas used to be like their holiday they used to spend it together they had all these traditions that they would do um and she doesn't really have any other family like her dad she i think this is when she says her dad kind of was out of the picture when she was little yeah. and um so it was just her and her mom mm-hmm and Matthew says, well, you know, family doesn't have to mean blood. It can be chosen. That's true. You choose your family. Found family. That's a that's a nice trope mm-hmm. in books yep. that I like. Back at choir practice the next day. Practice begins and Matthew arrives. He's going to join the choir. She convinced him. So they start trying to sing Hark the Herald Angel, Angel Sing, but... They still aren't together. Like they sound good individually, but not together. Um, so music is hard. Hark the Herald yeah. Angels Sing is a hard song to sing. Yes, it really, it really is. Um, so at the end of rehearsal, she's like, okay, I think we'll be done, but please go practice at home. Like <laughs> practice your parts. Yeah. And she also says that the solo this year will go to Riley. Oh, hooray. So cute. Carly again says bye to George as he leaves, but he doesn't really acknowledge her. And Riley tells Carly, you know, maybe you should give the solo to somebody else. I don't think I can sing in front of all these people. But Carly's like, you can do it. I'll help you. We'll mm-hmm. practice together. You'll be great. And then Matthew wants to catch up with Jenny. So they decide to go to a place to get some pie and coffee. So at this co- at this coffee place, um, <laughs> place, like I was loving the vibes. Okay, the place is called. I wrote it down because I liked it. The Orchard Orchard Lane Restaurant. Yes, love the outside. They sit down again. The background, the paintings on the wall, madness. I don't know if you noticed them at all, but they I were didn't. like. It wasn't. It wasn't like a cacophony like an old school Applebee's, you know, where you're sitting next to like a vinyl of the Wizard of Oz and then like a broken tricycle. It wasn't like that, but it was like. You know, broken tricycle. 
<laughs> Part of a tuba is up there. Yeah. No, it, it was just like odd sizes and completely different styles, but not enough of them for it to be wild. Just like enough where you're like, boy, somebody's real bad at decorating. I'm going to have to go back and look before my yeah. free trial. Expires. I was a little obsessed with the background in this. Like as soon as, as soon as we started seeing the place and you know, I was like, Oh, okay. So we're, we're in soundstage, Connecticut. You know, I, I <laughs> became very, very obsessed with looking at all the background set pieces. So I skipped ahead a little before we go to oh, Orchard okay. Lane restaurant, we go to a coffee shop and George is outside drinking a cup of coffee and Carly right. okay, okay. Or no, he's not. I think he's just sitting there. So Carly goes in and gets herself and him a drink and comes out and is like, Hey, can I sit with you? Here's a drink. And she, you know, she, she peels back the, the hard exterior yes. that he's yes. been showing her. And he, we learn that his, he joined the choir because his which he didn't say earlier but now he's going to share he joined the choir because his wife used to sing with the choir and she recently passed away and they were married for 52 years and so he joined because you know when he sings he feels connected to her and he just like opens up when he's talking about her so Mm -hmm. now he and carly she's she's opened him up she's made a connection with george perfect okay so now we go to the orchard lane restaurant got it okay and they're eating pie or whatever. And we learned that Barclays Drugstore shut down. And this makes Matthew very, very sad because there's a specific drink that they do only at Christmas that he loves. And I can't, re- it, it comes it's into a, play later, but it's, yeah. what is it? A it's peppermint? An egg cream. An egg, an egg cream. cream. Yes. An egg cream. An egg cream is, uh, it's like club soda or like sparkling water and like milk. And uh, like, you know, ice cream and then like chocolate or vanilla. He wanted peppermint syrup in it. So it was like sort of this like sparkling water, uh, milky thing, which I've had before um, because my grandma worked in, uh, you know, behind a soda counter, like at a pharmacy in the 60s. And uh, she was working at this soda counter and somebody came in to order an egg cream. And, you know, it was just like handsome guy. And like she was nervous. And so she goes to make it and accidentally pulled the cord and the soda fountain like exploded and just completely hosed him down. And so she got him cleaned up and then they got married and had my mom <laughs> who had me. Tell story. It, no, it's true. It's absolutely true. It's how my grandparents met. Well, that needs to be a book. I yeah. will be stealing that yeah. and writing the book. So yeah. I hope That's what happened. that. Yep. That's wonderful. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So my grandma has made me an egg cream before. Okay, so they're, you know, catching up and she says that it's her last month working at their family shop because she is going to college, university, uh, to get uh, her MBA. Mm-hmm. So she's she's like, there's more out there for me. I'm out of right. here. And this, you know, he's kind of, you can tell that he's kind of disappointed about this yeah. because he's like, well, when... I was away. All I could think of was being home and now you're yeah. leaving. And uh, But he's happy for her that, yeah. you know, she's doing this. So then he, on his way home, he goes into a record store. Yeah. And Carly's in there also looking at records. Amazing and- collection of Christmas <laughs> vinyl in this record yes. shop. It's like exclusively Christmas vinyl. <laughs> so she says that one of her traditions with her mom was each year they would each pick a 
vinyl of like an out and a Christmas album they've never heard before. Yeah. Um, and that was one of their traditions that they would listen to that. So he, she asked what his favorite Christmas tradition is. And he says, just being home. And he mentions the drink, the, the egg cream that he can't have anymore and mm-hmm. how he's sad about that. And then he thanks her for helping Riley with the solo and, you know, encouraging her with her singing. And then he suggests that they each pick a Christmas album and they exchange it. So they mm. they do the tradition. Yeah. We, so they, a little, little weird to me. A little weird. Like, I mean, hey, she could have been like, no, that's yeah, a me and my mom thing. This but, thing you used to do with your dead mom. Why don't you do it yeah. with me? I'm a stranger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they pick out an album, they switch, but they're not allowed to look until they get home. Of course, no. So when Matthew gets home, he looks at what she got him, and it's this, it was like an album she held up to him earlier, but it's like accordion, Christmas accordion yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, Christmas accordion, yep. Yeah. <laughs> he got her the Blue Note Trio. Yeah. And she puts it on, and it's playing the song. Blake Strong, the Blake Shelton song. The Blake yeah. Shelton song. But it's like a jazzy version of it. And I liked it a lot better, honestly. Yeah. I was like, I'll pick this one. <laughs> so the song is called Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the music inspires her. She grabs her notebook, and she starts to write. Mm-hmm. Choir practice the next day, they talk a little bit about the meaning of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And she's like, you know, songs aren't just words and notes, like you have to express your emotions. So she tells them to close their eyes and think about a time when they were truly happy. Mm. And then she's like, keep your eyes closed. Here's your starting note. Let's sing. And lo and behold, if they don't sound amazing with their eyes closed. Yeah. Suddenly, they're putting the emotion in it, and they sound really good together. That's pretty much the the way that Harold Hill approaches it in The Music Man. You know, <laughs> the think the think system. You think about it, and then you just do it. And it worked. So I've said it before. Singing is 90% mental, 10% talent. So I'm not opposed to this. Yeah. But it is a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah. Kendra, could you come to New York this summer and do The Music Man with me? I just need you here for yes. three to four weeks. Okay. Okay. I'm going to write it down. Okay. Can I have room and board? Of course. Yeah. Well, then, yes. I'm, okay. I'm there. I'm going to put it on the schedule. Okay. Back at Carly's house later that evening, Carly is working on this song that she's now writing. Susan stops by to bring her a ticket to the Christmas dance. Hmm. And she also brings her a dress, a couple of dresses to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then she says, well, I'm on my way to go make a bunch of candles. Would you like to come help me? Mm. And Susan's like, sure, I'll make candles. So they go back to the shop and they're making candles. And her recipe for the best candle is two drops cardamom essence, two drops vanilla, ew, two drops of cloves and a dash of cinnamon. So I've, I have a candle making kit and I've made a couple candles. It's very fun. Okay. I really enjoyed You, you the really process. turned your nose up at the thought of vanilla. Oh, I don't like the smell of vanilla. But even just with that other mix, I think you'd need yeah, that. Yeah, kind of maybe. Maybe if it's all together, but a, a Not a vanilla predominantly fan. vanilla smell. Blech. It's a no. It's a no. Okay. Too, too sweet. 
All right. So Jenny finds them making candles and she is very surprised. She's mm-hmm. like, you're up here making candles with my mom who never lets anyone be up here. Yeah. And she, I, it's hard to tell if she's like upset that she wasn't invited or if she's just kind of weirded out. I think but, she's weirded out, but yeah. Whatever, whatever the, the case, it's apparently strange that Susan has done this. Yeah. The next scene is the Christmas dance. Uh, Matthew approves of the candles that Susan and uh, Carly made. And she tells him, you know, I think I'm getting the hang of this small town Christmas thing. So throughout the night, Susan and John are talking about their first date and they kind of disagree on when their first date was. She says it was like, I don't know. They did. It's it's a cute little moment between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Matthew and Jenny are dancing and Matthew's having a good old time. But then Jenny sees Ben Hubbard out of the corner of her eye. And she's like, yeah, we've got a little thing going on. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, then go talk to him, I guess, in the middle of our dance. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, no, no. But are you sure? And then then she goes, love that they couldn't be bothered to cast Ben. We yeah. don't, not even an extra. She's just like, yeah, I see him over there. I'm going to go. <laughs> we don't even get a flash of this man. There's no Ben. So Matthew We're goes bad. out. Yeah, yeah. So Matthew goes outside and Carly is out there looking at the stars and they, you know, sit down to talk. And Matthew <laughs> this, says, this was another production thing that cracked me up because they walk outside and it is dead silent. They're in a tomb. It's so silent. There's no like whatever birds or cars or winds. They just walk out and it's just like echoing silence. It's like in that Halloween movie we watched where they're yes. like, there's no animals. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. Don't blink. <laughs> So Matthew asks, how are we doing? And she's like, you and me? How are we doing? And he's like, no, the choir. (laughs) Right, right. And she's like, you guys are, you know, you're going to be great. Uh, And she, you know, she says she really wants it to be special. We learn that Pastor John is paying her out of pocket to be there. Wonder why. (laughs) And then she talks about, you know, she asks him about, you know, do you believe in fate? And she says she's been feeling really lost lately since she lost her mom. And, uh, you know, the thought of fate is comforting to her sometimes. And Matthew's like, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. And they just they have a little moment. So later that night at Matthew's house, he is up late looking at old pictures. And his mom comes down to join him in the kitchen to drink some eggnog. And he tells her, you know, I thought that I'd buy the old farmhouse up the road. Jenny and I would get married. But yeah. now Jenny's leaving. And I don't I don't know what my plan is anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, sometimes you have to let go of one dream so another can take its place. Oh, OK. Yep. The next day at church, Susan and John have something for Carly. They're like in his office and she's like, oh, thanks for letting her do this. I forget where this goes, but um, anyway, <laughs> Susan Susan then goes to choir practice and Carly says that they're going caroling. That's going to be their practice today. Team building. It's, a, it's, yep. you know, it's the singing equivalent of a trust fall. They're just going to see what happens. <laughs> so we get this montage of them going door to door caroling and they sound amazing at yep. this point. They, they they've got it down about it. That's it. Yep. And 
at at the end, um, I forgot to mention earlier when George is talking about his wife, her whole thing was like, let's do one more house when we go caroling. Let's keep mm. the magic going. Mm-hmm. So she's like, one more house, right, George? Yep, cute. They, <laughs> they keep it going. It's so funny to me that George has been billed as this like antisocial guy. It's like, oh, he won't do anything because he's like, he joined the choir. He's at yeah. church every week. He's going to the Christmas dance. He's he's caroling. I just feel like maybe maybe he's not antisocial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Later on at Matthew's house, Carly and Riley are practicing for her solo. She says it takes two things to make great music: a guitar in your hands and a song in your heart. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not a guitar solo, so I guess no. it's not going to be great music. But no, she can have just, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 50%. Halfway to greatness. She tells Riley that she lost her pick, and apparently her mom had given her this pick uh, that said Joy on it, Mm -hmm. and she's very sad that she lost it. So then Matthew comes in to say that they're about to start making wreaths. I guess that's a annual tradition. They make their own wreaths. Sure. (laughs) Again, it's a week before Christmas. Like it's too late to be doing these things. <laughs> yeah. Your wreath season has come and gone, my friend. You got a few days. So they ask Carly to stay. So then they're all four making wreaths and Matthew and Carly have this like playful wreath banter between the two of them. And Riley starts to notice this attraction between the two of them. Yeah. And they also invite Carly to the Christmas Eve Eve party, which, again, is apparently a tradition. It's a thing. Yeah, of course. Yep. So Matthew comes over to Carly's house and they hang up her wreath, which I thought looks great. But he he was making fun of her wreath. I thought it looked good. They head inside and Matthew is like, hey, I want to hear you sing. So So Carly breaks out her guitar and she breaks out the song she's been working on, which is an arrangement for the choir of It's Time for Me to Come Home for Christmas. Yes. Yeah. She's Only like, a week not. before, just, let's add it to the yeah, let's add it yeah, to the program. This, this choir cannot sing, but let's let's mix it up. It also in well, the they, end feels like the only song they sing, but Yeah, okay. yeah, it does. It does. Um, so yeah, she sings the song for him. And she says, you know, this song was on the album you gave me and I really liked it. And Matthew thinks that it's beautiful and they should add it to the program. And I forget. I think she says, you know, the things we need have a way of finding us. Hmm. And he's like, I'm starting to see that. Yes. Sometimes it's right in front of our faces. So the next day at choir practice, Carly gives everyone the arrangement, and Tyler is not at choir practice for hmm. some reason. So yeah, they're kind of wondering it? where Tyler is. Little cutie so, pants. <laughs> so after rehearsal, Matthew and Carly go over to Tyler's, and he's there, but he's like carrying firewood, and he's like, "Oh, I forgot about rehearsal. I'm helping my mom. I want. I had to shovel the driveway, and I had to chop firewood. I guess." Yeah, because his dad um, is deployed, right? That's his dad like, is deployed, yeah. we learned. So he's, you know, kind of being the man of the house, helping his right. mom. Right. So Carly and Matthew decide to stay and help him. And when they go in the house, they see, you know, decorations need to be put up. Again, it is much too late for this, but whatever. Yeah. So they call in Alice 
from the choir, who's the really energetic one. Yeah, she could do and, it. And she, you know, comes in and she's ready to decorate. Um, one thing they do, which I kind of wanted to try, I don't know if you've ever tried this, but they put cloves in oranges and it apparently is like yeah. this natural, uh, what's the word yeah. I'm trying to say? Uh, like, a, like a potpourri. Air freshener. Okay. Yeah. Air freshener. Yeah. Uh, I have my same grandma who made me the egg cream. Uh, we used to do this. We used to take oranges and put the cloves in and then like, does it smell good? They, they smell great. Ooh. They, they sort of dry and shrivel up, but like then the smell just gets stronger. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. I sadly don't eat oranges or drink orange juice a lot because it messes with my acid reflux. Uh, oh. So I, it, ma- it makes me sad that I, I can't. Yeah. But so. here's your chance. Yeah. So Matthew is, you know, as they're decorating, he's watching Carly and he's just like, wow, she's amazing. She's just this loving, kind person. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he he's really admiring her. Yeah. And Carly then comes over to talk to him and she's like, you know, this is another instance of fate. If Tyler hadn't missed rehearsal, we wouldn't all be here together helping him with his house. Fate. Later on at Carly's house, Matthew is heating up some soup while Carly wraps some presents. And he talks about, you know, how families of service members are also sacrificing because they have to be away from their loved ones. And then he like very cutely helps her tie a bow on the Mm -hmm. present. He like puts Mm -hmm. his finger down so she can tie it. And then she like ties it on his finger. The next day at choir practice, they're, they're really sounding Quite excellent yeah. at this point. These two weeks have really been good for them. John hears it from his office and he's like, ah, music to my ears. Yep. After rehearsal, Carly wants to take a photo of everyone and they make Carly be in the photo with them. She wasn't going to at first, but they mm-hmm. pull her in and she s- says that they should all be proud. And so they're going to go celebrate their last rehearsal. She has put together a special event. At the Orchard Lane restaurant. Yeah, with the crazy paintings. Yeah. So the special event is they're going to be making their own peppermint egg creams. (gasps) Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. And Matthew is just floored with the surprise. He's so excited. So we see, you know, we get this little montage of them making their egg creams, having a great time. And... Afterwards, Jenny and Carly are talking and Jenny's asking, um, you know, she says she heard about her mom passing away. And Carly's like, well, how how did you know that? And she said that her dad told her and she's like, oh, I don't even remember telling him Mm -hmm. that my mom had Hmm. died. Hmm, Interesting. Yeah. And then she says that she never really knew her dad and he passed away a few you know, years ago and he had sent her a letter when she turned 18, but she never opened it. Mm-hmm. And she says that her, la- her dad's last name was Fernie. Fernie. Yes. And as soon as she says this, Jenny is like, yeah. she perks up. She's Something's like, up. Fernie? Yeah. Yep. So she recognizes that, but she doesn't say anything about it. She just. No, but the shock's pretty clear in her face, but Carly doesn't pick up on it. Yeah, Carly doesn't pick up on it. Okay, so the next scene is at Matthew's house. Mm-hmm. Matthew is looking at this pick. That's Carly's pick. 
And he's just, you know, been carrying around the whole time. And when Riley sees it, she's like, that's Carly. She said she lost it. So she must have been on your bus with you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Oh, there we go. Another connection. Yep. At the shop, Jenny comes to see Susan and is like, so why did you invite Carly Mm -hmm. here? Mm -hmm. What, like, what was the story? Jenny's a little detective. Yes, and Susan, you know, kind of skirts around it at first, but then Jenny's like, you got it. Like, what aren't you telling me? Mm-hmm. And I don't think we, we no, see what happens there. I think it's just, that's just the end of that. the scene. Yep. Yeah. But there is a soap opera Zoom. She says, what are you telling me? And it's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> at the church, Carly and John are having a talk. She's... uh I think she's just sitting in the pew and John comes to join her and she talks about how she really misses her mom and how she's felt lost ever since she died and doesn't know what she's going to do without her. And John says, you know, you keep her memory alive with all the students that you teach. And you and I, you know, we're, we're kind of the same. We're like reaching people through our gifts and, and that makes her feel a little better. Yeah. At the Christmas Eve Eve party. Eve, Eve, Eve. Eve. Yep. Yes. Alice gives a very spirited toast and then asks Carly to come up and say a few words, which she does. She thanks everyone for letting her into their lives. And she thought this would be her first Christmas without family, but it turns out she was wrong. Yep. Heartwarming. Yes. Matthew goes outside to look at the stars and is joined by Jenny. And they have a sit to talk. And, you know, she says it's been nice having him home. And they talk about the day she dropped him at the bus station to go off to the army. She was actually going to kiss him and ask him to Mm. date her long distance. But then she got cold feet at the last minute. And he's like, oh, you should have done that. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, they kind of are like, you know, what could have been? But they don't have you know, regrets about where yeah, they are right, at this exactly. point. Yeah. Um, but as they're having this conversation, they're, they're like touching hands. And Carly looks through the window and sees Matthew and Jenny like holding hands and assumes the yeah, things, she's like, of oh, course. Yes. Poor Carly. Yes. So then, and Riley sees Carly have this reaction. <laughs> so then Carly goes to leave, but Matthew finds her first and gives her back her pick. And uh, they have a little moment and he, you know, she's like, it's going to be really hard to say goodbye to all of you. And Matthew's like, oh, I thought maybe you would stay longer. Yep. At church the next day, Carly brings John a gift. It's a framed picture of the new choir to hang on the wall. Wall. The choir wall of fame. So John goes to get a a nail and a hammer to hang it up mm-hmm. with. And Carly goes back to look at the picture that Susan is in. The original. Yeah. Yeah. From from a while, many years ago. <laughs> and she picks it up off the wall and she looks at the back of it. And she sees all the names of the people that were in the choir. And we see that Susan's last name was Fernie. Fernie. Yeah. Which is the same last name as Yep. her father yes so when john and susan come back in she's like uh you have the same last name as my dad 
And they're like, uh, yeah, that's true. And we yeah. learn that her father was Susan's brother. That's right. That's right. And I mean, to their credit, they don't really hem and haw. It's like, they yeah. could have been like, what a weird coincidence. Okay, bye. You know? Yeah. They get I'm right into that's it. That's why they made it such an unusual name. You yeah. Know? Like, it's not anything. It is an unusual that, name. Know, Miller, you know? <laughs> but they just, yeah, they kind of drop it. And I was like, I knew it. That's what I thought. I See, I thought it was going to be like a... They had a son who died who was a musician oh, and okay, now okay. he she reminds her I, I wasn't expecting the uh the secret family thing. So yeah, yeah, it turns out that Susan is her aunt. Yeah. And when they heard about her mother dying, they didn't want her to be, you know, feel like she was alone and had no yeah. family. So they came up with this idea to bring her out. Uh I guess they saw her, she had like a, a profile online. Yeah. A, yeah. a music teacher profile and so that's why they chose her yeah. which makes they, sense because the whole yeah. movie i'm like what a crazy thing for them to bring out this person yeah. well in the whole time where you're like how is this tiny church like affording to pay this woman for weeks to come out and like teach these people like three songs or whatever so you know it does make sense and they make the point of being like we wanted you to come out here but we didn't want to like disrupt your life and be like hey we're family and everything which I think they held on to it for too long, but I also yeah. feel like if they would have been like, hey, we're your father's family, come out for Christmas, she would have been like, no. Yeah, so. I feel like that first meeting over chicken pot pie might have been the better yeah. way to do it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so, manipulative. I mean, she's in it yeah. now. You know what I mean? There's no way yeah. to really know, you know? I don't know. So Carly... Walks outside, she needs a minute, and she goes outside and she's crying, but then she starts smiling. Yeah. And she comes back inside and they're like, you know, we understand if you hate us and you're upset. But she says that she's not upset and that she she does wish that they had told her sooner. Yeah. Um, but that she doesn't regret coming there and that she is excited because the whole movie she's like, Oh, they're so John and Susan are so wonderful. They've been yeah. so nice to me. Really connecting with them. Um, so, you know, she, now she wants to know everything. She wants to yeah, know well, the she whole has story. A really sweet moment where she's like, so you're my aunt Susan. And she's like, yeah. yes. And they have a little <laughs> hug. Oh, it was a very, it's very Christmas heartwarming moment. Yeah. Yeah. At Matthew's house that night, he's trying to, to tie his tie and Riley comes in to help him. And she's like, Hey, by the way, Carly saw you and Jenny on the porch. So like, you need to fix that. You need to give right. her a reason to stay. Like, you need to go for her. Mm -hmm. and he's like, you're right. I do. So at the church, we're getting ready for the Christmas Eve service. Carly's there and she brought her cardinal snow globe so that her mom will be present. Cute. Cute. And Matthew comes in and he tells Carly that he and Jenny are just friends. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves out the part about how it's because Jenny rejected him and didn't yeah. be with him and was going to leave town. And now, you know. He needs a backup yeah. plan, but sweet. So sweet. Yeah. And she tells him that she's a good, he's a good man and that yeah. she likes him Ooh. too. Yeah. They, they like, like each they other. fall in like. <laughs> During the service. I do have yes. her hair. In her the hair is, is very her hair good. is great in this you scene. figured it out. It looks good. During the service, John is giving, <clears throat> John is giving a sermon about time and how time is a gift and we should. <laughs> 
Both, we should both hold times on we hear time. sermons is so funny because it completely avoids any sort of churchy thing. It's yeah. just sort of like in general, goodness is probably positive, don't you think? Like being good <laughs> is probably good. It's good to be good. I think we all yeah. agree. Amen. Let's all just be good. Amen. So then it's the choir's turn and they're in their robes. Mm-hmm. And Riley starts out the song with a solo. She kills it. And then the choir comes in. They sound amazing. And they're singing this the rendition yeah. of the Blake Shelton song. Yes. Yeah. Before they start, Carly's like, okay, everyone, take a deep breath and just relax. Like loud enough for the whole church to hear. Oh, that. man. So I weird. hated that. I did I hated too. That. It, was, she, it was like that. If anything, that's like a step in being like, okay, yeah. guys, here we go. But she announces it to the whole church. Very unprofessional. <laughs> they're very nervous. They are. <laughs> I mean, the choir outnumbers the people in the pews, but whatever. They're nervous. (laughs) After the service, John asks Carly if she will stay and work with the choir, if this will be her full-time job. Wow, full-time. Yeah. She's like, does it include dental? Yeah. I I need... (laughs) Can I afford to Carly then goes outside and speaks to her mother in the sky. And, you know, thanks her for helping her get to where she is now. Good job, dead mom. Yep. Matthew joins her outside and says, you know, he's been thinking about, you know, what could have been. And he's decided he has no regrets about what's happened. And every choice he's made has led to this moment with you. And then they kiss. And then the church bells ring. The end. Credits roll. That's a hard end. I guess I was expecting one more scene or something, but <laughs> they kiss. I know. And like they credits. don't and kiss like, yeah. until the very last second yeah. of the movie. I do got to give it props for it's not like they're, he doesn't propose. They're not like, I'm in no. love with you. <laughs> they're just like seeing this potential. I'm on a farmhouse. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to scratch the name Jenny off of the towels and we'll be fine, you know? Towels. Everything's set. <laughs> he got monogram towels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. All right. All right, Kendra. Uh, what, what was your 90210 snap in this holiday romp? Uh, I guess I'll give it to the reveal that yeah. Susan is her aunt. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go one scene before that when the daughter's like, what aren't you telling me? And it's like, yeah. that's it yeah. for me. Um, what's your verdict? What do you think? cute i think i gave it three stars uh i've talked about this before on the podcast but like christmas movies especially of the hallmark variety there's only three levels there's like Mm -hmm. that was horrible yeah that was cute that was actually really really good (laughs) yeah um and there's only like one or two in that top category i'd put this in the middle category i would too i agree I was almost disappointed that it was like as straight as it was because I enjoyed so much the head trip that that Andrea Christmas movie last year was. And this was much more paint by numbers. Even like USS Christmas had some just like gonzo moments. And this was very much just like she's going to go teach this choir. The choir's going to get better. She's going to slowly fall in love. And oh, there's some family as well. Yeah. So, you know, the elevator pitch for this movie is clear and obvious. So, yeah, I, I would say harmless and a pretty good time overall. Yeah, I agree. The, I think the brilliance of these movies is that they're like 90 minutes, like yeah. not a second more. You're in, you're you know? out. Yeah. Yeah. You're, that's it. 
So you don't have to invest a lot of time. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine ever like wanting to watch it again. But I no. thought everybody did what was asked of them, and it was it was pretty good and had some charming moments. They all they all did what was they understood. Well, you know what I mean. Segment. It's like yeah. you're the grumpy old man, you're the teen, you're the pastor. You know, yeah, everybody's just kind of like, all right, I get it. Um, <laughs> so this is your intro to Sinead Grimes Beach. How did you feel about her as an actor? How did you? Uh, uh I didn't hate her. Yeah. I didn't hate She's her. A, I, I mean, when we get there, you'll see. But she it's a real odd choice. Like the casting of like the central, like sort of like the Walsh stands in stand-ins for uh, the 90210 CW era. It's kind of like, what if 90210 was built around like Donna instead of Brandon? That's kind of like what. But she uh, settles into it in a way that I feel like works pretty well. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought she was fine in this. And, you know, bring on the CW years. We're getting close. We're getting close. Yeah. Um, have you done like what is your standout Christmas movie or song or anything so far this year? Is there anything really I get have you like not song? watched any? I think I've watched Elf. I watched this. Yeah. And I watched this movie. I've I've know I've talked about on here before called Love at the Christmas Table, which is like okay. a Hallmarky kind of movie. That's act. That's in that top tier. In that rare, t- yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm that's, giving it to Xmas for me. I it's really fun. Yeah. I think you'll like it. I'm I'm excited to see that. We're going to see The Boy and the Heron tonight, which is not a Christmas movie. Not Christmas <laughs> at all. Uh no. and last night we saw Godzilla minus one, which is also oh, was not it? a Christmas movie. Was it good? I was really it was good. Yeah. Cool. It was okay. good. I do want to see that. Okay. Well, uh, as Kendra mentioned at the top of the show, this is one of many Radio Meanwhile Christmas specials. So uh, have yourself a Morlock Little Xmas and uh, the Life Day Treasury are all in the can. And you can go listen to those uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And you could find me every other week on But Have You Tried from the David A. Howe Public Library, where we just talked about Vanessa Hudgens and the Christmas Switch. Mm, I love the Christmas Switch. Okay. Well, you can tune in. I watched them all last year. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> All right. What about you, Kendra? The clock's ticking. I know we got some big news coming. I know we uh, we're coming back with uh, '90s music got me like in the new year. So get your requests in, and uh, if if you don't have any requests, just tune in. Just tune in. That's all you got to yeah. do. All right. Well, you can join us next time when we believe it or not, Kendra are going to be starting Beverly Hills 90210 season eight. Season eight. I don't believe it. Uh, and it's a two-parter. It's a two-parter starter. Aloha, Beverly Hills. Aloha and aloha. That's right. Uh, well, Kendra, I-, I bid you a-, a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. 902, and here we go. Ho, ho, ho.